Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. What's new in the world of tarot cards, Mr. Art? You know, there's nothing new in in the world of tarot because tarot is ageless. Um, It's always current and contemporary, yet we don't even know where it comes from. You know, it it appeared in Europe in uh, the 1400s, but how it got there is still a mystery to tarot scholars. Many theories, but um, so I wouldn't say there's there's anything new in the tarot world. It's it's always now. When we take calls next half hour, mm-hmm. are you going to do some uh, tarot card readings for people? Of course. All right, folks, get ready because uh, this is once in a lifetime. Plus, we got to get you back for a full show too. That'll be great. Do the do the tarot cards see this mess we're all in right now? You know, um, I'm glad you asked because uh, right before uh, um, I went on, I did a reading uh, which I have right in front of me about um, you know the question was a general question about the pandemic or the vaccine, and I just put it out to the tarot to see what that would come back from the oracle, the tarot oracle. And it was very interesting to me what came back because what always comes back with my readings of tarot, at least, is a spiritual guidance, a, a message from the tarot that says, let's go below all... The mass drama, and I, I, I mean, I have to admit, things are just extraordinarily anxiety-provoking oh across God. the world right now. Yeah. But the tarot, um, the tarot tells us, go underneath it and see what are the essentials that um, will help you maintain your sanity during an insa- insane time and era that we live in. I mean, even if you get vaccinated, apparently you can get this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like there's no there's no sure thing. There's nothing certain. It's a very challenging, challenging time. You know, I'm a as you know, I'm a clinical psychologist in my day job, and I I, I see 35 patients a week in throughout California, and. The, the anxiety levels are at an all-time high, uh, you know, is certainly in my practice, and it can't help but not be. There's just, you know, the, it's getting you uh, every which way. You know, it's getting you in the, you know, in the pocketbook. It's getting you in health. It's getting you in, uh, the, you know, the climate crisis. Anxiety levels are at record points now. Yeah. What's that? Anxiety is just way up oh, there. Yeah, anxiety is extremely high. Um, yet, at at the same time, the same kind of uh, perennial ad- advice having to do with okay, calm, calm down, and get back in touch with the core values that you have that make your um, life purposeful and um, make each day uh, something that you look forward to and that you are still growing and kind of kind of getting um uh kind of getting a little 
uh, sane underneath the insanity. Let's get back to what's what's important. Even though I understand we could get very, very carried away by all the chaos around us, the tarot always says, no, let's, let's get quiet and, and look at more like a soul level of ourselves in the midst of the chaos. Art, uh, how many cards are in a tarot deck? Okay, a, a, a traditional tarot deck has 78. That's 52, um, actually 56 from the minor arcana. Playing cards are basically um, the minor arcana plus four cards, an extra court card, the knights. So there's the minor arcana. Those are more about, um, we could say, uh, domestic problems, everyday problems, relationship problems, uh, personality issues. And then there's, in the tarot, there's um, an additional 22 cards. In my deck, George, uh, TNP, which I created, I've added five more, so there's 27 cards. Um, These are the essential teachings. These are, maybe you could say, the higher keys. Um, They traditionally have been called trumps, but... For various <laughs> political reasons, I've eliminated that term for them, and I just call them the hierarchies. And these, uh, some could think of them as the archetypes of transformation. These are the core blueprints of the human mind to f- reach its completion in a whole human being that it, we're all born with. They're born anew in the brain structure. And these are like the blueprints of what um, a whole, complete human being uh, is uh, basically striving for or evolving towards. And that's what the major cards are. Now, in the readings that I'll do tonight, I just use major cards. I see. Okay. And you pull them for people, right? I, I will uh, ordinarily in 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 readings. I I like my my you know my query to pull. It doesn't matter at all, but they tend to take a little more ownership. If you know, it's their fault, you know, right? Hey, you pulled the cards. You know, if they if they don't like it, <laughs> but it doesn't matter who pulls it. Uh, ultimately, um, it it's all guided by the you know the synchronicity of the moment. What. What appears in this moment is, from a, from a tarot perspective, is always highly relevant and interesting and shows a pattern that even if just for this moment is worth reflecting upon. We're with Art Rosengarten. We're going to be reading your tarot cards at the half, so get ready for that. Art, uh, why does it work? Good question. Um, the short, simple answer is synchronicity. Um, now, synchronicity is a very interesting um, construct. You know, it was first really articulated by Carl Jung uh, in his introduction to the Chinese uh, Book of Changes, the I Ching, which uh, mm-hmm. you may be familiar with. Yes. Um, in trying to understand how this Chinese, ancient Chinese oracle works, Jung actually coined the phrase synchronicity, which means a causal, it's not cause and effect, a causal connection through meaning. 
It's not like something makes it happen. It's not like a magical power that pulls the cards. It's not like, you know, uh, some kind of energy force that's drawing you to a particular card. That would be causal or causational. It's a-causal. It basically, it be, it, 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 you suspend your rational side and open up your intuitive side. When you open up your intuitive side, things that appear just synchronistically or magically, we could use that word, um, really touch us directly. It's, uh, it's, you know, you just say, yeah. Now, if you have your rational, you know, formal operation, intellectual hat on, you, you'll go into one of these, well, why does it work? And what if a different card showed up? And, um, you know, can you do it again? The, this, that kind of objective scientific thinking process doesn't work in this, in oracle work. You have to suspend those types of questions and place supreme trust in what appears in the moment, the patterns that appear in the moment, um, and bring them in, feel it, and typically there's a lot of meaning that's released that can be highly impactful. When we look at astrology, we look at your planetary alignments, and of course it seems to work for a lot of people. Are tarot cards almost the same way where you have Um, that synergy? uh, Yes and no. Um, It depends on what kind of astrologer you are. Um, I, I, I believe there are many astrologers that um, go use astrology the same way I use tarot. They, they view it not so much as a causal connection like the influence of Venus uh, on this pr- present moment, but that there's a pattern with Venus at this present moment that has repeated you know, through the ages and that is meaningful. It doesn't mean that Venus is sending Venetian rays down here to make things happen. It, they're more markers. And that, that's how, um, you know, archetypal astrology, as I think it's sometimes called, on that level, yes, very similar to tarot. Um, I, I prefer tarot because uh, it's very present-centered, and you don't have to go to a book or have a, you know, a zodiac interpreted. It's images, it's pictures that are right. very powerful, and it's right in your face. And you can yourself uh, kind of intuitively interpret the cards. Well, if you had ten tarot card readers all look at the same card from an individual, mm-hmm. would they come up with the same ten possibilities? They they would come up with the same core ideas and directions, but each reader would um, interpret it a little bit differently, more in line with their own personal selves and knowledge base and, you know, interpretations. Um, They would generally, the, the, you know, receiver would come away with a very similar message between all ten, but I think um, they would be expressed a little bit differently, and maybe certain uh, things would be highlighted with one and other things with another. Why is there a death card? Well, 
I've been wondering that too. I mean, I, 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 I like you, wish that we were all immortal, George, and oh, yeah. we would never even need a death card. Uh, but uh, but if you pull it, doesn't mean you're going to die. Yes, it does. It does. Well, we're all going to uh, die, George. Well, you know that, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean instant no, horror. No, tarot doesn't tell you the time. I don't make predictions in that way. What tarot does, it shows you the essential realities that uh, you know, like say death. death and in this moment, you get a, a chance to reflect on the meaning of death for you. Maybe you think about people that have died around you. Or maybe you think about your own anxiety about your own health. Or maybe you'll, you know, anything associated with death. So that's, if you get the death card, then in that, in that space, in that mind moment or few moments, um, the, the deep, uh, symbol and theme of death is up, and you get a chance to really look deeply into it and, and take it in. That is tremendous. And how did you get involved in this, Art? Believe it or not, um, in a graduate school weekend workshop back in 1975, um, of course, I went to a, a very unusual graduate school, the Institute of Asian Studies, and a Indian philosopher in uh, San Francisco uh, was also a tarotist, and she uh, taught a seminar on the tarot, mostly coming from uh, kind of a an Eastern uh, Indian philosophical standpoint. And she, I, I saw this, and you know, I was I was working on my uh, doctorate in psychology, and I saw. My goodness, these cards, these symbols are so powerful. They are such an obvious tool to be used in psychotherapy. And that, that became my whole direction in life. I've written four books on the subject. Oh, my God. A dissertation on the subject. And I created my own tarot deck. Uh, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And your website, if I remember, because I don't have it right here, it's yeah. artrosengarden.com, isn't that it? We'll get you there simply moonlightcounseling.com. Both take you to the same place. Spell out your last name, Arte. Yeah. It's Rosengarten. It's R-O-S-E-N-G-A-R-T, as in tarot, E-N, Art Rosengarten. Um, or you, if more simply, moonlightcounseling, one word, lowercase, Dot com. That'll get you to me. I remember for hours in St. Louis, I'd have you doing tarot card readings. Oh, that was so much fun. They, yeah. Gosh, they still talk about you there. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 those were the golden years. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.